Teresa Rowe. To find out more about Shape by Faith and Teresa Rowe, please visit shapebyfaith.com or visit the YouTube channel, Facebook, or Instagram. And now, here is Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. I am excited for you to meet my guest today. Her name is Amy Cross of the Cross Legacy, and Amy is changing lives around the world. I cannot wait for you to hear from her. Her strawberries in a jar produce hack on social media. You might have seen that. It went viral, and it's been one of the most popular posts shared to date. Amy shared a technique to preserve strawberries for weeks, and she says it's very simple but effective. Her preserving strawberries tip is only one little piece of the extensive bank of knowledge that Amy seeks to share. Welcome to Shape by Faith, Amy. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here today. Well, I love the way that we connected. I mean, it was recently and, and I was on uh, social media and I saw your post. I saw you um, holding up this jar, jar of strawberries. I'm like, what is she doing? And so I looked at it and like, oh my gosh. So she's, you're giving tips. And I'm like, I loved it. And I love that you love God as well and that you want to help others. So I want you to tell our listeners all about yourself and what your life was like as you grew up. Oh, I grew up on a 200-acre farm. Um, it was a dairy farm in my my grandfather's and my dad's generation. And at the time I grew up, it was a fifth-generational farm. Um, it was just more gardening and, you know, acreages of corn and gardens and all the things. And we had youth group events that used to come to the barns all the time and, and do things. And it was just surrounded by our grandparents and just generational love. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, well, did you, were you raised, were they, were they raising you in, uh, the foundation, um, of faith? Were you raised like that? Yes, absolutely. Um, my, my grandma's heart, um, her last name was Branch. And so our logo and everything is a branch. Uh-huh. <laughs> but my grandparents were strong Christians and instilled everything into me, um, for generational change and wanting to make a difference for legacies. And uh, my mom is also a strong Christian and, um, it's just I've always, always been in the church, always walked by faith. Um, our blog and everything is called The Cross Legacy because my last name is Cross and Christ is first in everything that we do. And The Cross Legacy is our family motto. We've been married for 21 or 25 years on the 25th. <laughs> 25 years on the 21st. Right. <laughs> so I love that. I love that. And I, I love the name, the cross legacy. I, I love it. Um, did you ever dream that you'd be known as strawberries in a jar lady? <laughs> did you ever think about that before? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My grandma, my yeah, grandma was Go ahead. Well, I was going to ask what, did you have dreams that you wanted to pursue in life before becoming known as the strawberry lady? I'm just kidding. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> my grandma was a canner and um, over the last probably seven or eight years, I learned how to can and starting to food preserve. We, we've had a garden and chickens like for 20 years, but I started a blog last summer and we were in the middle of a kitchen remodel. I had been totally isolated during the pandemic and had read 136 books in the middle of a kitchen remodel. Like everything was shut down and I was just like, Oh my gosh, I have to do something different with my life. I need a different focus. I need to do something different. (laughs) And 
somebody had shared one of my tips. I was talking about blueberries and shared a tip and said, Amy, you really need to do this. And that was like my final like sign from God that maybe I do have something here that nobody knows. I just figured everybody knew how to wash their produce. I did not realize. No, they don't, Amy. That people <laughs> threw it all away. Like I, I didn't know that <laughs> at all. And so randomly I took a picture of strawberries in a jar as one of the very first posts that I did on July 3rd. And it has not even been a year. And that post has been shared over 18 million times. Wow. I mean, that's a lot, Amy. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so did you obviously you had to learn all that from you know watching your grandmother, watching your mom. I mean, it was just something. Did they do things like that? Did they properly store food the way you're doing it now? I think just growing up on a farm and you know growing our own produce, you don't want that to go to waste. So you're always thinking about keeping things until the next harvest and preserving items. And over the years, I just learned these different tips to make them safer for our family. You know, Mm -hmm. things that were homegrown, we didn't worry about as much, but, you know, now we're buying things at the grocery store and different things and different pesticides and all that kind of stuff, even on organic items, you know, whatever we can do to wash them. Um, Vinegar kills listeria, which is the most recalled um, reason produce items get recalled is for listeria. And even like this last month, there was hepatitis A in strawberries. Like that's just, wow. it's so interesting. Like even if you have items that you get triple washed from the store to bring them home and know that you can properly wash them and, you know, it might save your family from getting sick. Well, that's um, a good idea. So important. Yes. Yeah. Now you told me that 30 to 40% of American families throw away the food that they buy, right? Um, in America, 30 to 40% of all the groceries that people bring into their house, they're throwing away. Wow, that seems so, very wasteful, yes. But when it comes to produce and fruit, and I've been guilty of that as well, not eating it all before it goes bad and not storing it properly. Um, can you talk to us about basic, like, what do you do? You you brought up blueberries, like, what do you okay. do with blueberries when you get them home? So I only go grocery shopping once every three weeks. That's incredible. Able- Everyone out there is going, yeah, right, Amy. <laughs> once every three weeks. Even when it's the two of us, when we have our family size fluctuates, we are foster parents and college-age parents. So sometimes we have a lot of kids there and sometimes we don't. Yeah. So I go grocery shopping once every three weeks. And sometimes it's honestly harder when there's not a lot of people here to keep the items longer or that that mentality of, oh, my gosh, I can't buy fresh produce because there's only two of us here right this moment and not eight, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever that number is in between. But um, each produce item has its own, like, hacks. There's there's a basic vinegar wash that I use for most items, but there's still, like, different tips and tricks um, on each item, and that's what I wrote about in my book. Um, I bought it now. But, but for blueberries um, especially, I wash them in a quarter cup of water or a quarter cup of distilled white vinegar in a bowl of water and let it soak for two minutes. It's really important that you set a timer and set it or 
only for two minutes to <laughs> wash it for only two minutes, let it soak. And then I let them dry completely out on a towel before I put them away in a glass container with a paper towel at the bottom. And blueberries last six to eight weeks. No way. <laughs> I believe you, but I'm like, I'm thinking about my poor little blueberries in their original container that are still in the refrigerator. I'm like, I'm interviewing Amy, so I'm going to, I'm going to learn all about this. Um, why the glass container and why the paper towel? The paper towel helps collect some of the moisture that the berries will release. And the glass container is just superior to all. Let's just say it that way. It can be a glass mason jar, which I use all the time, or like the um, Pyrex snackware containers. I use those often also. But I've always washed my produce. I've always been worried. I've always been worried about bringing home little bugs or Whatever. Now I am. <laughs> Seriously. But um, like five years ago, we had a health scare in our family, and that's when I really started researching that I didn't want plastic in our house. Mm-hmm. And so when I switched from plastic to glass, I started realizing that, oh, my goodness, like these things that I've been washing and storing this whole time, when I switched it from plastic to glass, it doubled the life of expectancy. So um, instead of, you know, raspberries only lasting a couple days after wash, they'll last like two to three weeks, raspberries and blackberries. I have blackberries in my freezer fridge right now that are three weeks old. Oh goodness. Okay. So should we make sure they're thoroughly dry before we put them in the glass container? Yes, absolutely. Bone dry. So normally it takes around three to four hours. We always laugh because people are like, oh, then my kids eat it while it's laying out drying. And that's a good thing. <laughs> that is know? a good thing. <laughs> Teaching your littles to eat a rainbow every day is a good thing. Yes. Um, so I try to encourage people to buy a little tiny bit extra, knowing that your family's going to eat a little bit more that very first day. Um if you are on Instagram, I'm the cross legacy, but I have all these pictures of my fridge and it's just beautiful. And, you know, you open up the doors and all these glass jars of produce items are, were, are staring you in the face. And um, when we had littles here at the house, we were trying to teach them how to eat produce um, for the first time, you know, and being excited about it, you know, as a foster mom, they don't always come in <laughs> with the same um mindset as what you you know our own kids were raised and so being able to see like a strawberries in a jar and point to it and say you know I want that you know for snack or not even having the words and being able to see all these beautiful things um we we truly were helping change other families lives with you know them being able to know that snacks come from the fridge and you know they're fun to eat and eat a rainbow every day that's right that's right we're gonna have to take a real quick break okay Amy we We'll be right back with more Shape by Faith. Everyone stay tuned. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. We shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. Amy, I'm so glad you're my guest fan. Shape by Faith with the Cross Legacy. And you're teaching me and you're teaching other people how to um, store produce. And I love that you said you um, teach the littles to eat a rainbow every day. I love that. And, you know, I'm in the health profession, so I know it's important to set things out where you can see those things, and that's what people would be drawn to. So if you got candy in a bowl, of course, our grandkids are going to want the candy in the bowl. But if they open my fridge and see fruit, they're definitely going to want that. Um, let's talk about your strawberries in a jar hack that's so popular you may get tired of talking about it, but let's, let's hear about it. And um, if, if anything you want to say about that. 
Strawberries in the jar is something we've done for years, so it doesn't have to be a special jar or anything. We started it with pickle jars, like, years ago. Oh, that's <laughs> so a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So pickle jars, spaghetti sauce jars, canning jars, like, it doesn't have to be a special jar. Okay. Um, so just people get hung up on that sometimes, and it's just anything glass does help it last longer. That's important. No, I like but, that. Yeah, and that you're recycling, too. Yes. When you bring them home, I wash them in distilled white vinegar. That's 5% here in the United States. Um, The 7% vinegar is for, like, doing your laundry and, you know, cleaning showers, not for cleaning your produce. So make sure it's (laughs) the 5%. Okay. (laughs) That's important. Okay. Um, Vinegar, washing vinegar, even if you don't plan on keeping your berries for three weeks like I do, washing your berries when you bring them home kills the bacteria and the pathogens on them. So you're removing the E. coli, you're removing the mold spores, you're removing the listeria, all these things that are on your produce items that you don't think about all the time. Mm -hmm. So um, when you wash the um, strawberries, I do a quarter cup of vinegar to a large bowl of um, water, just tap water, and I set a timer for two minutes. I say this all the time. If you don't set a timer and you're, like, thinking, oh, I'll just do that in a minute, you're going to go swap the laundry. Like, <laughs> they can't soak for 10 minutes. Like, set a timer, don't leave the kitchen, and <laughs> drain it out. Right? You know people so well. That is so <laughs> true. I'm like, I'm just going to run back there and do that and sort my sock drawer. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If it's five minutes, like, as moms, like, we think we can go do a million things in five minutes. So two minutes. Stay okay. in the kitchen. Two minutes. Drain it. Two minutes. That's all it needs to kill off anything that's harmful on it. It kills off the mold spores. So that's why you want to wash it. When you bring them home, some people think to wash them later before they eat them, but then the mold continues to grow on them. Oh, okay. Um, so then I just lay them out on a towel on my kitchen counter, and it normally takes around three to four hours for them just to be laying there drying. I keep them whole. That's really important also. Um, keep the stems on and don't cut them. So I teach my littles to hold them by the green and eat the red. Oh, that's um, good. When like preschool age, I have a preschool teaching degree, so I love anything <laughs> littles. <laughs> but, um, if you keep them together, like in their whole form, they stay fresher longer. So once you start cutting them, they start deteriorating, and then they will only last another week after they're cut. Okay. So what do you look for, Amy, when you're out there grocery shopping and you're purchasing produce? I think that's so hard for me when it comes to certain things. I mean, some things are obvious, you know, that, you know, that looks ripe. I should get that or but I, I never know. Is that ripe or unripe? Should you buy a piece of fruit that's ripe or unripe? And, and then we've got avocados, and that's a whole nother conversation. So what do you look for when you're purchasing produce? Especially the berries. Like, I am flipping that container over. I'm trying to make sure there's no moldy spots. Like, I will take an extra minute, like, looking at the containers when I'm picking them up and trying to find that very best one that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you want me to talk about avocados? <laughs> I would really love for you to because I love avocados, but you know I've seen this post going around on social media. I'm oh. like, is that true? Are you supposed to submerge your – because sometimes I buy a bag of avocados if I'm at like a bigger retail store mm-hmm. like Sam's or something like that, and then most of them go bad. You know, I can't eat all of them in a 
few days. So please talk about avocados. That TikTok um, hack that you're talking about, um, the FDA has came out and said, don't do it. It is not safe. Do Um, not submerge the avocados. Do not submerge the (laughs) avocados. So people are not washing those first. They're storing them in tap water. There's listeria and other things on the skins of your avocados, and then you're submerging them in water, and it's seeping into the inside of the avocado. Oh, that's lovely. Not safe. The (laughs) FDA came out and said that. So even though it's been shared a bunch of times, doesn't mean to do that. But I've been in nine newspapers around the world because of our avocados. I didn't realize, I just always teased that it was magic, but that I can get avocados to last for a month. And it wasn't until we started doing research of why my avocados lasted so long did we find out. But the magic happens in the refrigerator. So I get, when I pick up like a whole bag of avocados from Costco or wherever, um, I try to find ones that are perfectly ripe. And um, to do that, like I kind of pinch my finger and my thumb together and it makes this like kind of a soft um like you can kind of feel how firm that is, mm-hmm. you know, when you pinch those two fingers together. I'm always doing it here, and I forget that we're on video. We're not on video. <laughs> <laughs> but that feeling, that's that's kind of the perfect ripeness that you're looking for for an avocado. Okay. Organic avocados and organic bananas, those are two important ones, are not sprayed with ethylene, which is a growth hormone that makes them ripen faster. So they ripen slower. Uh So getting organic on those two are super important. And, um, but if you get a perfectly ripe avocado and you put it in your fridge with lemons, lemons and avocados are produce buddies and they will make each other stay fresh for over a month together in your crisper drawer. So really just put them side by side. Just put them straight in the same drawer. Yeah. So I have a citrus and avocado drawer and then my other drawer is all the other things. <laughs> so they will keep each other fresh for longer. They're produce buddies. They love each other and they will stay fresh for a month. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, and after you cut an avocado in half, you put it in a mason jar with a metal lid, like a canning jar. Yes. And you can get it to stay, you know, green and ripe and fresh, all the things for like another week. It doesn't turn brown. It does not turn brown. It and has you, to be a glass oh, jar wow. with a metal lid. Metal lid, and you keep yep. that in the fridge? Yep, in the fridge. You're just amazing. <laughs> just, I love avocados, but they always, I always have to throw them away, and I'm throwing away my fruit. It's just my husband and me, but sometimes our grandkids, I mean, not sometimes, they do come over, and they love fruit, especially strawberries. I can't get them to eat avocados yet, but I will try. Um, so you're named the, le- the Cross Legacy. Did you come up with that because of everything that was going on, or did you already have that name in place? That is our family motto. Like Okay. Since my husband and I have been married 25 years in June, um, or this month, in like three weeks here. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. We are high school sweethearts and have been together forever. But that has always been our family motto and how I raised our family, how we raised our family was thinking about generational change and how we can make the world a better place and how oh, we could beautiful. do things that would affect our great, great grandchildren. And, um, and so the cross legacy has always been it. And then as you see my logo around, 
skinny yes. hustler. It is a branch because my, my mom's maiden name is branch. And, um, so it's a branch and it's all symbolic to us as our family tree. But the T in our cross is a Christian cross because mm-hmm. Christ is always first. So the very that. first letter in our logo is Christ because everything we do is, is God first. Well, that is amazing. We're going to take another real quick break right here. We'll be right back with more Shape by Faith. I'm Dr. Gordon Christensen. When I became a dentist, I learned how quickly poor oral health can lead to other serious health problems. I wanted to help, so I joined DLN. Join me in seeing one patient per year. Visit willyouc1.org. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. Amy, you are a wealth of knowledge um, about produce and about glass containers and everything else. And, you know, there's there's things that we just don't know that you're talking about. So um, your book, I bought it, now what? Uh, you wrote it. So tell us about it and what what's inside that book. The first book, I bought it now, is the top 25 produce items that we get asked about all of the time. That one is available on Kindle right now to download. And then we are working on a summer edition of that book. So together, there's 50 produce items between the two editions. And I go step by step how to keep each item for at least three weeks, if not longer, and be, be able to have zero produce waste in your house if you follow these tips. Wow. So both of the books are available on the crosslegacy.com. Okay. So what what is the most requested produce that people ask about? Bananas are one that I didn't know. Really? <laughs> Can you talk about bananas? Did, did you say you put those in the fridge I, beside your lemon? Is that what you said? I ate a 30-day-old banana like no. last month. Like it was crazy. Where was that banana? <laughs> that banana was in my refrigerator. I had um I had like this tingly god moment like you need to go get bananas. You need to go get bananas. You need to go get bananas like all day and finally like I ran over there at midnight and I got bananas. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, like all day, it was just like, you need to get bananas. It was the day before the book was getting sent to the editor. Like it was a big thing, but all day I was just getting these tingles. You need to go get bananas. And, and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about with the tingles and all that kind of stuff. And I went and got bananas and I cut them in half and I put them in mason jars because if I can get an apple to last longer and an avocado to last longer, why couldn't I do it with a banana? So I didn't experiment for a whole 30 days of keeping the bananas fresh in the refrigerator after it was cut in half. So my whole goal with that is not for other people to keep them for 30 days. But as, you know, as someone that has littles in my house, I can't even say how many times I had half a banana that I ended up eating because I had a little that wanted to open it and took one bite and then didn't want the rest of it. And if you could keep that banana for the next snack or just the next day, like, that is, that is awesome. All right. So. When you say you cut it in half, Amy, did you peel it and then cut it in half or leave the peel on it? I left the peel on it. Okay. Um, which did help it last longer than the ones that didn't have the peels on it. Mm-hmm. So I cut it in half and then put it in the jar with a metal lid, a glass jar with a metal lid, which is completely airtight. But just to be able to keep it for that next snack, like think of toddler moms everywhere. Oh yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's right. Like, go eat your banana. It's in the refrigerator. 
in that yeah. jar. <laughs> right? In the jar. In the awesome. Wow. Okay. So bananas is one of your top ones. And we've talked about strawberries and blueberries and avocados. Is there another one that you get asked about a lot? Well, kind of one of the ones that started all this was my friend. She kept asking me about lettuce and she lives in my same neighborhood. And I was just like, what do you mean your lettuce keeps going bad? Like mine's some month old, like you know, <laughs> lettuce. And she's like, well, it's bad when I get at the store. And I'm like, no, it's not. We shop at the same store. And then I realized that she didn't know how to wash it. She didn't know how to store it. She wasn't storing it, you know, correctly. And she was going back and buying new lettuce every couple of days because mm. it was wilting and going back. And literally, I can keep lettuce fresh for a month. Um, so it's always crispy and fresh in my refrigerator. Again, I'm washing it and drying it and then storing it in glass. Wow. Everyone needs to get your book. Okay. Everyone needs to get Amy's book. I bought it now. I bought it. Now what? Okay. So you're going to um, be appearing on TEDx talk later this year, right? Yes. In October. I'm so excited. It's so awesome. How did that come about? Um, I sent, submitted one application. I guess the average of submitting applications is 83 to get um, a TED Talk and TEDx Talk. Right. And I submitted one application and had an audition, and they picked me to be on their stage. Well, so I'm so awesome. Excited. Wow. Yes. Well, I can't wait. So will we be able to see that? Yes, so the live event is October 8th in Spokane, Washington, and then it gets filmed and edited and all the things, and then it'll end up being on the TEDx um, YouTube channel, yeah. so you'll be able to find me. So if you search, you know, Amy Cross and the Cross Legacy, you'll be able to, to see that. Okay, our time is almost out, but let's talk about your faith and how it's grown in the last few years and what God has shown you. I have always believed in generational change and mentoring other moms, like even from a young mom being the director of our mops group, you know, and and a mentor mom over the years. But I had had this calling on my heart that I just didn't realize how strong it was about five years ago. And I didn't know what my calling was supposed to mean. And I never, ever imagined when I made that first strawberry post that, God would use strawberries for me to reach women and families all around the world. And I just totally want to encourage other people that no matter what it is, if you feel like you have God tugging at your heart to do something, like to have faith that he's going to show you what that thing is and do it with all of your heart. I love that. Amy, I love what you do. And I, I love that you love God and I love everything about you. I'm going to have to have you come back on after you do that TEDx talk. I would love to have you come on back. Okay. Come on I back in the you. month of November and let's catch up. All right. That sounds fantastic. All right. Thank you so much for being a guest on Shape by Faith. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm Teresa Rowe. Have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit ShapeByFaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more. From the Cabinet Doors and More Studio. 